I take it you're ready. We are again, let me say this again, we are again at a very critical point, a very critical juncture, a very critical part of our republic's development involving Trump, 2024, GOP, Bobby, the K, TC, Tucker, the whole, the whole kit and caboodle. It's all happening right now. Very, very important. Very, very critical. Things have changed drastically. And, and sometimes they happen. <clears throat> Things will. It's a lot of information that it's really not there. If you've ever read like a blood test, you know, and you get your results back and your physician says, ah, don't worry about that, don't worry about that. They just throw a lot of stuff in there that frankly don't. This is the one you got to worry about. Look at this, look at LDL, look at look at whatever whatever the particular functions are. Here, Here's what's happening. No matter how we think we know what's going on, we are still observers. We are still not in the loop and we are kept outside of the loop and we are put in the position of... And I, I love this analogy. It was provided years ago by someone trying to explain how an EEG works, an electroencephalograph. And he says it's like standing outside of a stadium, listening to the crowd, and trying to guess the score. And I love that. It's data, but it's it's in so many respects, in so many ways, unimportant but critical, depending upon where you look. And that's the part which I find so fascinating. It's where you look. And that's the thing which I cannot explain enough to you. That's that's the part which I think is the most interesting. It's being able to tell you or being able to explain to you, this is what matters, this is what's critical, this is what we have to worry about. This is... This is the stuff. Now, I know sometimes it's very, very common for people to want, above all, to believe that things are great. To believe that we're doing wonderfully well. That everything is just fabulous. Well, sometimes that's true. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's hard. It's hard to say. But irrespective of this, and this is the part that's important, irrespective of all of this, there's a lot of good news that I want to go over with you. And I want you to understand that it's the reason for that is, is not just to be, just not to uh, be the purveyor of good news, but to look at what's happening. Okay, first, as you know, right now, someone... Something, some entity is in charge of what's happening in the world. And it's not the Democrats. It's not Nancy Pelosi. It's not AOC. It's not CNN. And it's not the Republicans either. It's something else. Something, something else. Something is in charge of what's happening. This entity, the shadow government, has pretty much taken over and contaminated what used to be called the Democratic Party. And it, it took over the Democratic Party in terms of 
like a virus takes over a cell or like a parasite takes over a host or something along those lines. It, 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 it takes things over. Now, the Republican Party, your guess is as good as mine on that one. I frankly have no interest, so I'm not the person to talk to. I don't even listen to them anymore. They, have, they are of no relevance whatsoever. They are spending far too much time on Hunter Biden. They're spending far too much time, as as uh, DeSantis is realizing, far too much time on uh, things like wokeism. And, uh, they're missing the point. Now, let me tell you again what it is. Rule number one of our endeavor here. It's the election, 2024. That's it. Getting rid of this regime, this, these people, getting rid of this, supplanting it, removing it, destroying it at the polls, um, clobbering them, whatever, whatever, the, whatever phrase you want. Now, whatever that iteration is, we want them gone. Number two, we don't care how. We want either that particular machination to dis- to dissolve. We want it to be replaced by anyone. Actual, real, actual, real Democrats from the 60s wouldn't be that bad right now. Real Democrats, Democrats I knew, would be a welcome relief. But what this is, I don't know. I don't know who they are. They have been taken over. They are the host party taken over by these folks, okay? So we got that. That's number one. It seems right now, with 470 days before the election, it seems as today as follows. The Democratic Party is about to get rid of its Joe Biden. A lot of things are happening. Joe cannot do it any longer. He's only 80 years old. People keep talking about 80 today is 70 from... This is this is not the usual. 80 means nothing. I'm sorry. We keep saying it's his age, it's his age. It's not his age. It's not his age. 80 is not the problem. Mick Jagger is 80 for all practical purposes. I mean, this doesn't this doesn't make any sense. Alan Dershowitz is what 85, 80. I think he's 85 this year. There are a lot of people. This doesn't make this this isn't it. It's not what people think. There's something wrong. We don't care. Whatever it is, thank you. Get out. Leave. Take your son with you and get out. Something's going on with that. They're either going to make him a deal, or they're going to say, "Look, if you step down, in fact, he has no say. You're going to step down." And we'll let this, we'll pretend that Hunter's plea was something worthwhile. We will pretend that Hunter's plea meant something. That that this kind of slap on the wrist, whatever it was, that it, it's tantamount to something of importance. And we'll pretend that's, okay, fine. Um, but we want you gone. We want you gone. Okay, that's it. So he's on his way up. Enter, next point, Gavin Newsom. And as we said before, Gretchen Whitmer, look at who. They need people who are really good at executing the mission. 
They want. They have wasted so much time with Carmelita Harris, who is a dundering. She's actually more inept and intellectually uh, damaged than Joe Biden, and that that's saying quite a bit. So they want her out. They want him out. How that happens, you'll see. It'll be before you know it. Joe hits his head. Joe gets COVID again. Joe, something will happen. Joe will make a speech, something to the effect of, I told you, uh, which he never did, but he'll pretend that he told you, I told you that whenever I cannot really produce and, I, and I'm not at my best game for my country, I will step down. Okay. And now's the time to do it. Uh, Carmelita Harris will be given some kind of a ambassadorship, maybe, or head of a university. Can you imagine that? Um, something, something. She just wants to something she can pretend that she's you know doing something. It's never going to be, never going to be Michelle Obama. Never, under any circumstances, never. Just for reasons that she has no no interest. She is so happy. She never wants to get near Washington. Eight years of that? No. Bad years, bad times. Shut off. She never fit in. Nobody really liked... No. She wants to be this groovy... She wants to be Oprah. So anyway, so that's that. Okay? Now, what happened next? Third point. Bobby Kennedy Jr. changed everything. Bobby Kennedy Jr. is the greatest thing, the most fascinating thing, the most important moment in um, recent history. Bobby Kennedy Jr. is absolutely, it's, it's so exciting to me in that it's a, it's a statement regarding a new direction a new um, focus on politics and a worldview that I think is more of a younger generation, kind of my focus. And even though I think Trump has been wonderful, I'm writing Bobby Kennedy in no matter what. But let me let me just just park that for a moment. Let me just let me just let me put a parenthesis. Let me put an asterisk next to that because something changed yesterday. So, because Bobby here, Tucker Carlson. Now, now Tucker Carlson has done something which is very, very important. Sometimes things really matter. There were people in the old days who were never themselves elected to power, but they were very important. Abby Hoffman, I'm not putting them in the same, uh, you know, Eldridge Cleaver, uh, Phyllis Schlafly, Gloria Steinem, Betty Friedan, William F. Buckley. There were people, Pat Buchanan to an extent, but he was at least in the Nixon White House, but there were people who by virtue of their statement and what they believe in, it really changed. Rush Limbaugh, at his peak, was more important than anyone in the Republican Party. It was a different time, but it was true. And you may not ever see this again. He is. Today, the rules have changed. The people who make more of a difference than you could ever imagine, believe it or not, are Tucker Carlson, Joe Rogan, uh, I 
I'm going to leave it at that. I mean, we can argue with other people. And why is this important? Tucker Carlson is from the right. I'm just going to use these directions. And he is in the middle right now with his particular way of thinking. Bobby Kennedy is from the left, and he basically is a carbon copy of their carbon copy of the two. They're two sides of the same coin. Left and right. Why is that important? I'm telling you again, to show the world, specifically young people and future voters, the idea of the party is over with. Democrats and Republicans, left and right, it's over with. This hatred of Trump, this even even in one even in one election cycle, you're going to see people. Four years is a long time. You know, there are going to be people who are voting, they're 18 years old. And they were just barely into high school during the last election. And they're now adults, they're in college, they're 18 years old. And you see people like, I don't know why, somehow it was on my, my YouTube leak, uh, leak, um, uh, loop, uh, Keith Olbermann and others, this, this snarling, it's this, this, remember a while back, there were people who would sit in their the front seat of their car and they would just yell. Remember that? Uh, there was one who was running for office here. A vile, profane, real low rent. Uh, had the vocabulary of a, of a bowling alley cocktail waitress. With all due respect. And it was one of a steady stream of these Lunatics who just screamed and yelled. and That's over with. Have you noticed that? You don't see those. Remember the Karens? You don't see those. Remember, remember Jessica Starr, I believe her name is? Remember the, no! Remember the famous one? The famous. The day of when Trump was being, I guess, sworn in. Remember her? No! Remember that famous, iconic she never, she never came forward. You never heard of Jessica Starr, I believe her name is. I, I, I believe it's Starr. Star. Um, you don't see that anymore. You don't see the screaming. You don't see it. You see something now, which is important. You'll see, and even this is sort of getting... Remember, things wear out. And if there's one trait you must have is to be able to realize what is going on. Now you're seeing kind of like the TikTok these self-revelatory, weird people who would talk into their TikTok phone, not understanding that people were basically culling this and cataloging this and showing the rest of the world, look at this insanity. You don't really see that. You don't see these performances except in still, you know, these teachers says, I am a non, I am a non-bifusual fisteris Planet X sub dominion trans bond. You know they would sit there with these new words. You go, what? That's a new one. They would try their best. I have a friend of mine who collects every phrase there is. Well, I'm not going to be a part of any black pill dystopian uh, DARPA. Oh, you're getting them all down, aren't you? You know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Don't put me in the cognitive dissonance and the planned opposition and the kind of an Aurelian dystopian. I'm not gonna be a part of any kind of a. You know, he he just he knows the jargon, as a friend of mine would say. So you don't really see this anymore. You notice this? You notice this? 
This is what you look. What are you seeing right now? You're seeing people kind of, sort of, maybe kind of settling into a new phrase. Something is happening. People are talking repeatedly about how the cities are just, they're just falling apart. San Francisco, Portland, this place out of, out of Philly named Kensington. Go online and look at this. You, it's, it's over with. That's why. There is a mad dash on the part of the Repo- of the Democrats to pass as many bills, executive orders, and others. It's just we're getting into the new Rachel Levine. Boring. Rachel Levine is now saying, and that's why getting puberty. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Leah Thomas. Boring. It it's it's not work even. And you're having strange. You're having Martina Navratilova agree with Tucker Carlson. I mean, this this transgender thing, this was their hallmark position. This is what's going to destroy everybody. And by the way, parenthetically, DeSantis is focusing too much on it. Yeah, it's important. But remember, most people, most people, if you go around the country, they will say, I don't know anything. I don't run into drag shows, I don't run into problems at libraries, I don't I don't I don't run into this. I hear about it, but I don't see this. I don't know where this is. Most of the time, most of the time, during our worst periods in American history, when civil rights violations and Jim Crow, not every city had black you know restrooms, waiting rooms and whites and all that. A lot did, but many didn't. Many would say I don't remember this. Do you know that during the... I never did duck and cover one time in school. And we were at the home of the McDill Air Force Base. We were at the home of the of, of what CENTCOM is. I mean, think about this. I never saw it one time. But people always talk about duck and cover. I never saw that one time. I never, I, ne- I never had it. And people were saying, no, yeah, we did. Is it? No, we didn't. Anyway, so what I'm saying is that things are changing drastically. Okay, 18 minutes leading up to this. Yesterday, we're going to learn that in one of the most stupid moves, Jack Smith is going to indict Trump and maybe on maybe by himself. Because they put the word out. He received what is called the target letter. As you know, there are three distinctions that one can be in terms of and vis-a-vis a grand jury appearance. You can be a witness where you just testify as to what you saw. You were in a bank and you saw the robbery and you're just telling people what happened. You can be a subject, the subject of an investigation. You're not really targeted. You're not guaranteed to be indicted, but we're looking into you. It's not good. And the third is a target. You are. We're going after you. We're going to get you. And as a matter of course, Jack Smith, you don't have to, but it will, it will send you this courtesy letter that says, by the way, just want to let you know we're wrapping this up. And uh, if you want to come in in the last, next four days and maybe talk us out of the inevitable, you're more than happy to come in. And of course, they never should. Now, listen carefully. Did you hear yesterday the thud from everybody regarding Trump's indictment? Listen to me. 
I spend a lot of time listening to the enemy so you don't have to. I paid very close attention. What are people saying? Where was the glee? Where was the excitement? Where was the talk of, is there going to be a, 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 a mugshot? Is there going to be a perp walk? Is there going to be, can he go to jail? And Wasn't there. Why? This is the third indictment nobody understands. Indictment number one. Alvin Bragg. Something about dusty saddles or stormy drains or whatever her name is. This uh, trollop. This Mirtrix. This Virago. He paid her off but through Michael Cohen and then Michael Cohen maybe I don't know what. Not really sure what or how that even works. Not even sure. Not sure. In any event. In any event, that's where we are right now. Okay, fine. Again, not sure, not sure where this, how this works, how this fits in, but there it is. Okay, fine. Terrific. That's that. Okay? That's number one. Marjorie Taylor Greene was in New York. Other people were here. They were they were standing outside and they were doing all... Anyway, to make a long story short, there was a big deal. It was Trump's first indictment. People were excited. They didn't understand it. Everybody said it was a piece of garbage. So that was the first one. Indictment number two. Now federal, the Mar-a-Lago case. Kind of a thud. He had papers and documents... Did you do you think Trump is is involved in espionage? No. Do you think he was trying to sell this to the Chinese? No. What happened? He basically had he had what again? He had um papers. Uh-huh. Were those his papers? Well, yeah, technically. Okay. They were his papers and he had them. Yes. All right. And what are we supposed to make? It just didn't work. None of it, it didn't. It didn't grab people. They were asking that technically he should. Whenever you hear technically, that was the second indictment. The third is going to be maybe, and we don't know. It might be seditious conspiracy. It might be conspire. I don't even know. January six. January six is so old. January six twenty. 21. We're, this is, what did Trump do? Well, Trump encouraged, oh, okay, it's not there. It's, none of this is here. Do you understand what I'm saying? There's no passion for this. This is the biggest mistake ever. They're telling Jack Smith, you're going to do this. And at first I thought Trump was deranged by re- repeatedly calling Jack Smith deranged. By the way, need your likes, my friend. We need 300 likes. Hate to hate to be the nag, but please, I, I ask respectfully. This isn't working. And even Trump's attitude was, eh, well. Now, I want you to notice something. I watched CNN. I think it was Anderson Cooper. He had some really good folks on. 
It's interesting. I know you like programming. You know this Caitlin Collins, whatever. She just doesn't. I thought she was much. She really was smart. She's smart, but she does not convey. She doesn't work on camera. There's nothing you like about her. There's nothing. There's just nothing. It's just not there. Very competent. But she and Van Jones are like relics from... It doesn't work anymore. The rhetoric, the storyline. But the other people they had on were very good explaining precisely what it is that Trump did. Now, as I mentioned to you, let's talk about this. The problem that we're going to have and you're going to have and that others are going to have is dealing with this maybe, maybe seditious conspiracy. Maybe. And basically what it means is, it doesn't mean that he wanted to overthrow the country, but one could argue that if you conspire with two or more people to forcefully take over, let's say, government property, the capital, through some kind of a, an aggravated trespass, or if you interrupt a, a, a law that's being passed, specifically the the uh, certification of, of the, the, the votes. Now, let me just stop something. There are many, many people on social media, and nobody cares about this, but let me let you know. They were asking electors at the time to do exactly what Trump was doing. They were asking electors not to certify Trump, but to write in Hillary. It's there. You can see the endorsements. You can see the letters to the editor. You can see the the editorials. It was there. Same thing. Now, Trump, it wasn't done with a bullhorn. Trump did it boorishly. But that's a stylistic argument. The substance was identical. Let me say this again. What Trump did, the left did regarding Hillary. The same thing. Now, is that an excuse? No. But it lets you know this is how far things have gone. Now, would it be beneficial to let people know? Maybe. Maybe. I don't think they're going to listen because the people, remember, there are people on the left that we just don't care about. And uh, we don't really, you know, it doesn't really matter. But that was, so they're going to claim that Trump was inciting a riot and that sort of thing. Now, there's a case, Brandenburg against Ohio, 1969, that says, you can actively advocate violence. This was a Klansman. I think it was Clarence Brandenburg. This was a Klansman who basically was at a Klan rally with a hooded Klans member and basically was saying some pretty raucous stuff, but the Supreme Court said unanimously, look, it's got to be something which is designed to incite violence, and that incitement was about to imminently happen. See, the law is funny, and you can quote me on that. We have, for example, in some states, assault and battery. Assault is attempted battery. Battery normally is the impermissible touching of another against their will. In New York, assault and battery are the same. But I'm used to common law states. Assault is 
threatening somebody to do immediate harm with the apparent ability to do so now. It's an unconditional threat promise to do. I'm going to do something now. Sometimes I swing at you and a miss. Sometimes I'll sometimes I'll I'll come at you with. It's now. Battery is the completion of that. In some states, anytime you condition that threat, if you come back here one more time, I will uh, beat you up. If you get near my daughter again, I will. Do, if 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 if. The conditionality of that takes it out of the assault statute, and it's not a present threat to do immediate harm anymore. It's a a conditional threat, and it changes everything. Do you see what I'm saying? Things are weird about that. You've got to understand the statute. So what Trump was saying was nothing immediate. He was not saying be violent, but he was basically saying what he said before. This law, this transference is illegal, unconstitutional, improper, incorrect. That's right. I mean, that not right. That's his, that's his right. You can argue left whether it was true or not. It's his right. The same thing they were saying regarding Hillary. Now, does it matter that people know that? Not really, because the people who, they're not going to change their mind. Trump also wanted people there. He wanted troops there. He wanted, so, Meanwhile, let, if, if because we don't know what he's being charged with, I'm sure there's going to be some arcane statute we've never heard of. But I think we're going to, it's going to be kind of around that. Trump did not call for, ask for, encourage the destruction, the rumination, the rebellion against the country. He never did. It never happened one time. Never happened one time. Do you hear what I'm saying? It never happened one time. Let me say this again. It never happened one time. Never. Never. But yet, the narrative is that he wanted to overthrow, destroy. How do you, how do you, you know, when Pinochet and Allende and when the CIA came in and this was taking over the country. Now, let me stop right there. I want to speak to you about something which I really want, this is part of my boot camp that I want you to train you with. I want you to learn to disabuse yourself of of phrases and cliches. Tucker Carlson either was a part of or try out tried out for the CIA. Tucker Carlson said he wanted to be a part of the CIA. There's always been this thing about the CIA. I want you to understand something. And I want you to listen to me. And let me just take it. Let me just focus on this. If you're going to be good to anybody, you've got to get your nomenclature right. You don't have to be a member of the CIA. You don't have to be a member of... We used to talk about NSA. You notice nobody talks about NSA anymore. There are so many levels. There's military intelligence. There's this. There are so many this levels of secret informational whatever it is. But just like everybody loves Mossad, it's really Amman. That's the one. Those are the those are the guys. But that doesn't. They're so good that half of the stories about Mossad were promoted by Mossad, who worked with Hollywood. It's brilliant. 
J. Edgar Hoover worked with Hollywood to promote the FBI. A Quinn Martin production, Ephraim Zimmerman, that was with the FBI. Absolutely. Now, if you think Tucker Carlson, excuse me, Anderson Cooper, these names, Tucker, Anderson, Buffy, Muffy, if you think Anderson Cooper is a CIA asset, do I have to explain to you Mockingbird and everything else? Please, do yourself a favor. Lose your sense of cliched bumper stickers. Let me give you another one. I heard somebody the other day use for the umpteenth time, there's two words many people love, satanic, satanic, satanic is a big one, satanic, pedophile is a big one too, pedophile, pedophile, that's their word, they love it. And the third word is Marxist. And I had it the other day. And I said, would you please tell me, what about, I think it was in the context of BLM, what is the basic tenets of Marxism? And, and, and where does that fit in to BLM? Tell me where Patrice Collars and others are involved in this social, uh, economic, philosophical uh, viewpoint regarding the impact of the ruling class on laborers, uh, discussion of uneven distribution of wealth and privilege, uh, socialism in terms of a planned economy. Tell, tell me tell me where any of this is. Tell me. You keep bringing this up. Tell me where this is. Tell me, tell me. You've said Marxism for the millionth time. Where is it? Tell me. They can't tell you. It's a phrase. Uh, I did some stuff. It's reading some. The uh, uh, Communist Manifesto. This is this is my favorite. Uh, it's a very interesting about Engels and Marx. And this was eighteen forty-eight. Where 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 specifically is BLM? Do you think this? Where does this deal with um, uh, capitalism self-destructing and replacing by socialism and then ultimately this, this ideal of communism? Where is this? Do you think for a moment that colors, that anybody from BLM, look at these, they understand what Marxism is? Do you think for, or do, do you have any, or is this a cliche? Turns out it's a cliche. People will say things. I ask you, I ask you, if you're going to use terms like that, please make sure you spend a good amount of time. There are so many videos. And listen to what communists and Marxists themselves have to say. Where do they talk about violence? Where do they talk about, do you understand what this is? They are as Marxist. Marxism is a cover they may have a Che t-shirt. They may do like this. This is Atpour. This is about capitalism. This is about, about uh, welfare capitalism and money and greed. This has nothing to do. There was not one thing that the uh, BLM folks ever did that in any way promoted, encouraged, or suggested 
anything involving Marxian ideology and the like. It does not exist. So yet, people will continue with this. Don't get caught using the wrong term. Focus on what's happening. When you look at, when, when you see this important term, this is very, very critical. When you look at, and, I, and I'm a stickler for this, I'm sorry, but there is a, there is a, there's this movement now, well, the sound of freedom is not about pedophiles. That, that, that might be somebody who fed, who created the initial market, but the traffickers, those people who were grabbing these kids, if you saw the movie, and we saw it opening day, 4th of July. Look at the stories of these people. These are capitalist criminals making money. Just that's their thing. They, they may indeed share uh, any kind of sexual ideation, but trafficking, drug trafficking, labor trafficking trafficking in endangered species, trafficking in uh, uh, antiquities, trafficking in um, stolen property, trafficking in chop shops, diamonds, minerals. It's about money. It's about currency. Those individuals who commit sexual battery against women are not considered heterosexual. I don't know where this comes from, I don't know where, you, if, if this is your shorthand, that's fine. But if you think this is about tackling sexual paraphilia, predilections, you're absolutely wrong. It has to do with organized crime. Do you know how much of classic oh, uh, organized crime used to be involved with what used to be called, called child pornography, but it's now child sexual abuse material? You know why? Because it made money. During the uh, 80s, 70s, 80s, 60s, but 70s in particular, Times Square, if you look at people like Roy DeMeo and others, they were involved in the word, when, when you heard pornography, and pornography was not pornography, pornography, that's not where the money was. Do you think those people, do you think these folks, do you think the mafia, these guys were pedophiles? Absolutely are you kidding? It's the death penalty. It was money. So when you throw out words like Marxist, pedophile, CIA, assets, they do it with conspiracy theory. They do the same thing. What are you talking about? There's no conspiracy here. What do you mean? Who's conspiring? What? Well, you know, uh, this the sound of freedom is a conspiracy theory. Who's conspiring? What do you mean? Who? What? Who? You said it was a conspiracy. Conspiracy involves, the problem with the conspiracy is the confederation, the association of two or more people. Who are these people? Do you think Jim Caviezel is, is conspiring with Tim Ballard to make up a story about trafficking? Tell me, they don't even know what the term means. What are you talking about? What do you mean? You see, we just say things. We There was a story about Sam Binton, Brinton, you know, the fellow who stole the luggage. They call him non-binary. What does that mean? Do yourself a favor. 
Do yourself a favor. Have fun. This one's on me. Whenever you're with somebody, especially with a group of people, and somebody says non-binary, you can say, you know, Dave, I meant to ask you. Maybe you can help me with this. And always say this, because if anybody knows this, you do. Because I know you're on top of this. What is non-binary versus gay? Can you be straight and non-binary? Doesn't non-binary, does that mean gay? Does anybody say gay anymore? Can you be straight and non-binary? If you're transgender, if you're like this woman, if you're born a woman, you identify, well, excuse me, you're born a biological female, but you identify as a transgender non-binary, isn't that another way of saying uh, female, woman? Doesn't one exclude and then return the other? Can I ask people, Hold them accountable. What do you mean by that? I do this all the time. You mentioned Klaus Schwab. What exactly does Klaus Schwab say? What is his jurisdiction? What is the World Economic Forum? And what does, tell me specifically, what jurisdiction does Klaus Schwab have over the United States? They can't answer the question. I need 300 likes. I'm sorry. I don't know how to be... Any more bold than that? Ask people questions. What are you talking about? I heard the other day, this one destroyed me. I lost my mind. When it comes to COVID, forget it. Forget it. Everybody's an mRNA expert. I heard somebody compare Mengele with Fauci. I said, all right, that's enough. That's enough. Look, if you're going to ma- if you're going to misunderstand history, that's fine. Do not besmirch. Do not dilute. Do not do anything by comparing Fauci to anybody but a used car salesman. If you think he is on the same level as to the experimentation that went play, you're you're doing a disservice. Do not do this. Do not say this. Get your facts correct. Understand this. We speak with such imprecision in this country. It's not even funny. People just say stuff all the time. Years ago when the term African American came out, I remember. I'm old enough to remember when colored was considered okay. Negro, okay. Afro-American, Black, fine. And then African American came out. I remember when it became more and more of, and I one time asked the question, African American? What country? This is Africa. No, it's a continent. Chad, Libya? What are you talking about? This is, this is when the term was brand new. What do you have to do with Africa? And people looked at me and I said, why do you have anything to do? Everybody has to do with Africa. What if you're Caribbean? Nobody in your family's from. What are you talking about? What do you? Where did you? What do you mean by this? Where? What? One of the funniest things I ever saw was when Spike Lee came out with Malcolm X. Many people then, when it came out, did not know who Malcolm X was. I heard. I swear to God, Malcolm, the tenth. <laughs> He thought he was a pope or something. Funniest thing. 
If you don't know the word you're using, don't use it. And if you want to destroy anybody in any conversation, ask them, please explain what you mean by that. Please explain what's happening. Please explain. Guess what they are going to do right now. Guess what they are trying to do to stop forms of cancer. Guess. Guess. Guess what they're going to be using. mRNA. Messenger RNA. To inoculate against certain cancers. But to my genius friends who are experts, they hear that and they go crazy. They know nothing about this. I don't want to bring this up, but I will. This is one of the best... This is, this is one of the funniest things I've ever heard. Not funny, but illustrative. Bear with me. And if you've eaten anything for breakfast, I'm sorry. But you may or may not have heard about gut biomes and gut health and probiotics and this and that. Okay, Some people have absolutely the most horrid of... GI distress that affects people in the world from ileitis and uh, uh, colitis and IBS and all of them. Just, and other people have a hard time because their E. coli, for the most part, their, 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 their gut biome is just gone. So they will take people, they will take people who have strong, uh, stable, um, basically gut health, and they will transplant feces from one person into another. I'm sure you've heard of it. It is one of the most incredibly fascinating things going around today. Now, I know we're going to say, how did you get from Trump's indictment to this? And this is called, this is called, an analogy. And people who have, you know, that C. diff and other stuff, and there's this fecal transplant. Okay. It's all over the place. All over. Absolutely fascinating. But most people cannot get past the subject matter. They just can't. Why? Because they're uneducated, they're incurious, and they have the scientific uh, literacy of a, of a four-year-old. The same thing. I need 300 likes, by the way. Thank you. Sorry to say this. Okay. What am I saying? They know nothing about fecal transplant. They know nothing about Marxism. They know nothing about conspiracies. They now know nothing about people who know nothing about geoengineering and the weaponization of weather. They know nothing about uh, Marxism. They know nothing about uh, history. Nothing. I heard somebody the other day, one of these, one of these, you know, these freedom things and all that, that's great. I have a thought to say about that in a moment. And somebody said, the United States is based on a Judeo-Christian ideology. It's a Christian nation. No, it's not. Absolutely not. John Adams made that very clear. The Treaty of Tripoli. Article 11 or whatever it was. They have no idea what they're talking about. They speak in cliches. They speak in cliches. And let me tell you something. I mean to tell you this. 
If I didn't know better, well, let me rephrase this. If I represented the shadow government, I'd say, I want you to put all of your money into as many uh, freedom uh, festivals and CPACs and jamborees and everything you can imagine. Put them in these, yeah, these conservative jamborees. Put them in and, and the reason why is that people get so goofy when they talk to each other. They get so heady. They get so in la-la land with, we're going to do this. It wears them out. It takes all of their fire and destroys it. They focus on this weird worship like, oh, there's, I heard this the other day. Oh, there's Charlie Kirk. Are you kidding me? Do you ever hear anybody say, hey, there's AOC. Where, where are the Dem- Democrats don't have that? Where do they have? They don't have that. I've never seen the like, Democrats. You would think. I mean, they're. I, I don't. This is this weird kind of a this. It's not about Tucker. It's about what Tucker represents. It's. It's no. People they love him and this gushy. It's enough to make you sick. When he was at some. He was at some, I don't know what he was, some one of these jamboree things. He was, hey! And he said, oh, come on, oh, you're so sweet. No, thank you. Thank-. It was it was enough to make me puke. It's like, stop this. We have an election coming up in 470-something days, and this is a love fest. Stop this. This is where... So we need a boot camp and fast. we got to get rid of this cult of personality. We have to talk about issues and policy and philosophy, and thinking, and history, and not this, I don't know what it is. So help me God, and I mean this with all due respect, with all due respect, and I'm not saying this to me, if somebody said Tulsi Gabbard is outside that door, well, that's not fair. I mean, I I, I would go look at I would, sometimes I look to see why that dog's barking. So I would go out and say, okay, there's Tulsi Gabbard. I do not understand what Tulsi Gabbard means to me. Carrie Lake, the usual suspects. I do not understand. I do not for the life of me. Same thing goes for, oh, there's Anderson Cooper or there's whoever. There's Don Le- I, I don't. I don't understand where this comes from. Who are these people? I don't, oh, there's Chris Christie. Oh, there's... Um, I don't know. I, I, where did I miss this? What happened to to conservatives? 50, 50 away from 300, my friends. What happened to conservatives? I don't get this. Do you know what's happened? Do you, I, why is there this fixation? Who agrees there's too much talk about Hunter Biden? It's a distraction. It's a distraction. Hunter Biden, well, Jim Jordan, we're going to have the whistleblower. About what? About Hunter Biden. What is that? You think, what are we talking? Well, we got to get to the bottom of the cocaine. You're still talking about the cocaine? What about Ukraine? Oh, we don't understand that. We don't understand that. What is NATO? Explain what NATO is. Explain what Article 5 is. Why are we even in NATO? What is the point? Who is Victoria Nuland? You know, I got my second warning from German. Uh, the German Twitter keeps telling me I'm I'm violating their their German laws. 
Look into your own past, Germany, before you start coming after me, okay? Before you worry about me. Where? Oh. So th this is, we need to, I need to deprogram. So now you understand fecal impact, implant, uh, transplant. I need to get the Fox News <laughs> fecal and transplant something because stop watching this. Learn history. Learn what is happening. Become aware of what's happening in the rest of the world. Focus accordingly. Watch what Trump is saying. Watch how this has affected the trajectory of the elections coming up. That's all I'm going to say. <clears throat> there is so much to be aware of. There is so much. And I'm constantly seeing... I read an article today. And by the way, let me ask you something. This is weird. Um... You know, uh, Elon Musk. You get a lot. There's a lot of stuff on your your uh, Twitter that I think is 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 very very problematic in terms of what it does not let me um, post. And here is something. There was a wonderful article, a wonderful piece from Pepe Escobar, and it's from Strategic Culture. Pepe Escobar is a magnificent writer. Now, Lou Rockwell reprinted it. Um, Twitter let me post the Lou Rockwell article, which is identical, but wouldn't let me post the original one from Strategic Culture. Why? I'm getting this all the time. They won't let me post certain articles that are from China. Why? Elon, what are you doing? I don't understand this. Let me post whatever I want. If somebody doesn't agree with, fine. Do you think? Do you think Chinese people are crazy? Do you think Xi Jinping is evil? Do you believe that he's? Do you think that what he wants for his country is evil? That he's an evil guy, uh, some type of agent of Satan or something? Do you think? You think Putin is evil? You think Zelensky is a hero? Do you? I mean, do you? Where Where do people get these things from? What about Erdogan? What about Orban in Hungary? Is Macron a good guy? Look at these words: Spanaki and good black. I don't understand this. Somebody writes: the Norm Macdonald Germany joke is awesome. I'm going to say something, and you're not going to like this. The most overrated, absolutely overrated comic of all time, based upon this post-mortem hagiography, was Norm MacDonald. You make this guy sound like he's a genius. The greatest stand-up comic ever. I'm not saying he is without talent, but this auto-mourn, post-mortem insanity... Same thing with Bob Saget. Oh my God! Remember when Bob Saget never got to the? Remember how that? Remember how Bob Saget? Remember that story? Oh, shh, shh, shh. Psst, psst. keep that one going. 
But when um, Gilbert Godfrey, eh, people will think anything they want. Remember when The Clash, everybody loved, had, you had to love The Clash. You had to love the movie Fargo. You had to love, there's certain things you just have to do. And one of the things is you have to say, you have to say that Norm MacDonald was the greatest, he was a genius. Tell us a Norm story. I mean, they're okay. I'm not saying they're not worthwhile, but they're not in any way worthy. Because the sad part about it, listen to me. Comedy, American comedy, is so unsure right now. Because of the fact that you can get comedy and very smart people everywhere. It's everywhere. In the old days, you had to kind of go to a club to see somebody. Maybe you get an album or something. I remember the days when George Carlin and Bill Cosby and Bill, Bill, uh, uh, Bob Newhart, Button Down Mine, that was the first one ever. And you never really saw these people. Maybe somebody was on TV, maybe. And comics were really important. Now they're everywhere. They're, we're just oversaturated. Why would you want to go to a comic? <clears throat> why, why would you, what, why do you want to go see somebody? That, I've, I've heard them. What are they going to do? Something different? What? And, and, and there's something about this weird momentum. This momentum that just starts. I don't understand this. Biggest one ever, Bill Burr. What is, what, am I missing something here? Let me rephrase. I'm not saying these people are not good or talented or funny. I'm not saying that. But if you think this is the the second coming of, I don't know why, that this is genius love. It's good. I'm not saying it. Six years ago, we had a cronut. All of a sudden in New York, there was a cronut. People waited for miles to show up for this cronut. It was okay. But they stood there because everybody was doing it. They stand there because everybody's doing it. All of a sudden, when people stand, there's a little pizza joint I saw on, um, on 9th Avenue. And it was nothing, I I, I don't know, there was a line, and I don't know why. You know why they were there? Because there was a line there. Because people want to, they want to say what everybody is saying, they want to do what people are saying. They love to be a part of the the crowd, the Le Bon crowd. 26 more and I hit 300, that's it, and I'll leave you alone. That's all I'm asking. So my friends, to wrap everything up, think for yourself. Never be told what to think. Never never go along with the crowd just because everybody's saying it. Invariably, they're wrong. Anytime you can veer from the crowd, do it. You'll be f- much more respected. Anytime you can say, well, yeah, he's funny, but I think so-and-so is even funnier. Yeah, he's okay, but I think, yeah, the cronut's okay, but I think BDS, or they're, they're, they're the new thing now. All of a sudden, it's like, oh. I remember when Panini's all of a sudden say, Panini, we've had those for years. Yeah, but they're big now. Watch a little bit of the opposition TV. Listen, just, just get an idea of what the opposition is saying. Fox News is nothing but the reiteration. What you're seeing is they're turning that once interesting show into a bunch of floozy sitting on a couch with their dress hiked up to their arse. Sorry. 
But if you can't see this, somebody sent me one the other day, this girl, she kept, I guess they were saying the IFB, pull it down, pull it down. She kept pulling her leg. I said, what do you want? What is this? Is this some kind of a trollop convention? I don't understand what's happening. I'm in no time for this. My country is collapsing. My republic is, is dissolving before my very eyes. And you're throwing this at me. Think for yourself. Be an individual. Be a heretic. Be a maverick. Don't go along with the crowd. If they tell you A, it's B. Trust me. Anytime everybody agrees with you, you're wrong. You only take flack when you're over the target. Truth is a thing that gets you killed in this country. Not, not repeating the usual stuff. Truth is what's the most dangerous. Be a purveyor of truth. Be the most dangerous person in the world by speaking the truth, no matter what. Be holding in no particular party, no particular ideology. And like John Maynard Keynes said, when the facts change, change your opinion. If things don't work anymore, if that way of thinking doesn't work, change your mind. There's nothing that says you can't. It's that simple. Period. Six more and I'm done. Six more likes and I'm happy. That's all I want. I'll be saying in the meantime, Mrs. L is also putting out more information than you can possibly even comprehend regarding regarding uh, trafficking and the like. Not pedophiles. Right now, human trafficking in Germany, unbelievable. It's human trafficking. So what, do you feel better because the the victims are over the age of 18? Does that... They have office buildings, floor after floor. Ford uh, Frey, Cult of Personality and Thank and Think for Yourself are great songs in Living Color and George Harrison, respectively. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mr. Frey. I believe I'm saying this correct. Frey, not Fry, Frey. Thank you. And by the way, that's for you. And this is Mrs. L's YouTube channel. This is called the mercantilization, the marketing, the commercialization of human trafficking. has nothing to do with sexual ideation. It's nothing to do with the idea that, well, these people like this. No. We'll talk more about this. We hit 302. Thank you very much. You have a great and a glorious day. We will be back tonight at 7 p.m. Don't forget, watch my latest video. Two of them up here on the channel. One is my great interview with the one and the only Mr. George Galloway from Moats, the mother of all talk shows. And number two is my review of the indictment, the upcoming indictment regarding President Trump. Until then, my friends, thank you so much. Have a great and a glorious day. And don't forget, the monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue you. Ta-ta.